Hello and welcome to the Very Good Podcast with Kara Berry. Um, we're down to the last few episodes here of The Bachelorette and yeah, we're getting really down to the wire. If I could play the final countdown right now, I could, but I'm sure I can't afford it. So you're just going to have to imagine it. Um, but anyway, yeah, let's just get into it. Um, we are in Dallas, which is Rachel's hometown. And the guys are going to uh, meet with her and her family. Um, so they're all hanging out in a hotel room together. Rachel walks in. Um, I guess usually what they do in terms of uh, meeting the bachelor or the bachelorette's family is that they typically get down to the last two. Um, however, because her sister is eight months pregnant and not going to be able to travel much beyond, uh, this time that they're filming. Um, all three of the guys are actually going to meet the family and they're going to go from there. Um, Peter of course is first to meet the family and they head off, um, first to go kid shopping for her, um, nephew and soon to be, um, niece or nephew um, just like a really cute scene of them, you know, just tooling around a little kid's store. Um, um, Peter says that he realized like at the last rose ceremony when it was just down to him and Dean, um, you know, that it, he was excited to explain, uh, his real feelings to Rachel. Um, <clears throat> once we get back to the hotel, um, Brian tells Eric that, um, actually Peter told Rachel about his hesitations in terms of their relationship and moving too quickly. Um, and Brian feels that he's not really committed to Rachel and the whole process. And Eric is just kind of, he seems really confused as to why, uh, Peter would feel that way if, um, you know, this far in the competition, he said, you know, if, if this is where you're down to, you know, like the last three guys, then you should be kind of all or nothing at this point. Um, you should be fully, fully into it. Um, then we head back to Rachel and Peter and they're about to head into Rachel's family's house. Um, but Peter stops her, um, to have a little talk. Um, he tells her that she actually, you know, means the world to him and, that he is falling in love with her. Um, and you know, of course, Rachel falls for it. Can't blame the girl. You guys all know how I feel about Peter at this point. He would be like, I would be putty in his hands at any given moment. Even if he like thought I was a waitress at a, you know, some sort of event, (laughs) I would still be fully committed to Peter. Um, but yeah, they, um, they finish that conversation and everything's good. And then they go in to meet the family. Um, uh, his, his Rachel's dad is not going to be there, but we end up meeting her uncle, her sister, their, um, significant others and her mom. And, um, uh, so they all sit down to lunch and, you know, they ask Peter about his family and he tells um, everybody that his parents, um, met and after a month they were actually engaged and that they've been married ever since, which has been about 36 years. Um, he's like really, you know, he seems very comfortable around them and 
you know, um, I don't know. He seems just very chill. Um, you can tell that the family is still hesitant at this point, and I can't blame them. I mean, it's a very weird process to meet the three guys that your daughter is dating and have them all profess their love to her after two months or whatever. And, um, but, you know, they quickly kind of fall in love with Peter, it seems. Um, the sister takes Rachel aside and she says that, uh, Rachel says that Peter's been, like, throughout this whole process, that Peter's been the most reserved out of all of them, um, you know, just in terms of, uh, letting his emotions out. And, um, uh, sister asks if, um, she's ever said that she's in love with the guys. And she says that she said that she feels like she's falling in love with them, but she is not officially given the I love you to anybody, uh, at this point. Um, then we have in the next scene, uh, the mom and, Peter, uh, go outside to have a little talk and she asks Peter, um, you know, like if he would propose to Rachel, if that's his plan. Um, and he says he's not sure if he can propose because they're two weeks out from the final rose ceremony and that he just doesn't feel fully confident that he is in that place. And I suppose that typically, um, at this point in the show, um, you know, if you're meeting the family, then, you know, if it's a bachelorette, then the guys are presumably asking the parents for, um, their permission to propose to the daughter. Um, but Peter says that he just doesn't think that he's in there and rather than ask for her hand in marriage, he just wants to kind of get their approval or his mom's, her mom's approval, um, just in terms of continuing the relationship forward. And she says that, you know, she actually really likes that he's being honest about, um, his hesitations. And she just says, you know, I totally approve of you guys dating, but you need to be honest with Rachel because she's really in this and she really wants a, uh, husband. And while I totally respect your, you know, where you are and I really like you that, um, you know, you just need to be honest with Rachel about what it is that you want. Um, you can tell that the family really seems to like Peter and, you know, I can't blame them. <laughs> um, but that's pretty it. I mean, it was a pretty straightforward, um, little meeting with the family. Everything went well. And Peter says after that, that he feels, you know, better having met her family and that, um, it really put their relationship in perspective. And he just seems very, um, you know, excited to kind of move forward and see what happens. And, uh, yeah, that's it for the little hometown date between Rachel and Peter. So next up we have Eric and he says he's really excited, but nervous. Um, as we know, Eric's, you know, all the guys have kind of one court issue we have with Peter. Um, you know, his hesitance to commit, uh, we have with, uh, Eric, the fact that he's never been in love and he's never really had that serious relationship. 
And with Brian, I think we all just kind of doubt his sincerity. <laughs> um, but back to Eric. Yeah, he just says that he's really nervous because he has, um, he's not met a family in about seven years um, in terms of girls that he's dated. So this is going to be kind of a new experience because he's also only met two, uh, two families of girls that he's dated before. Um, but of course, before they go to the house, they have like a little individual date or one-on-one date. Um, they go to this tower where they have this like really cool view of Dallas and, you know, I'm finding myself getting like more and more into Eric. I'm finding myself rooting for him more and more. I think like he is somebody who just wants to know where they stand with somebody in terms of their relationship. And you see, like, once he feels, the more he feels confident in his relationship with Rachel, the more confident he is in, like, really showing himself. So I'm, like, really kind of rooting for Eric. He's really kind of a a little underdog for me. Um, uh, back at the hotel, Brian and Peter are talking, and Brian asks Peter if he... Um, ended up getting or asking for the blessing um, of her mom, Rachel's mom. And (laughs) Brian, you know, says that, you know, ultimately it is the goal to get that blessing. And you can see that Peter is annoyed and he's not really trying to answer his questions. And, um, you know, he, he just basically tells Brian, you know, like, I'm not really trying to hang out with, Rachel's other boyfriends right now (laughs) and he says that Brian is really cocky which I totally agree um but yeah it was sort of a tense um little conversation with them and I think I said last week that it's sort of interesting how well the guys get along but this is kind of the first time in a few episodes where we've seen like a little bit of tension, which I completely get. I wouldn't want to hang out with, you know, <laughs> my boyfriend's other girlfriends either. So can't blame him for that. But um, anyway, back to Eric and Rachel's uh, date. They're talking and they kind of agree with each other that they, um, you know, that every time that they have their one-on-one time that they're building more on their relationship. Um, and yeah, and then it was just kind of like a nice little date at the tower and you'd see that they really have like, you know, a good chemistry. Although I kind of feel like, uh, I mean, I feel like we've all done it or we see a nice guy or girl and you want to like them because they're so nice and they're good on paper, blah, blah, blah. But it just, for whatever reason, it just doesn't really work. And that's still kind of the um, impression that I get in terms of Rachel and Eric. Like, they seem to have a great rapport with each other, but I just think that they might be better suited as friends. I just, I'm not sure. I don't know. But... Anyway, let me know what you guys think. (laughs) Um, They go to finally meet the family, and her uncle um, asks Eric about his family and his life growing up. And he gives them, 
you know, kind of the spiel that we've all heard that his parents were not together and that in terms of like, uh, the kids that he knew in, uh, Baltimore where he grew up, um, that you kind of, that it was hard to come by a family that has a, both a mother and father that you either have one or the other. Um, most people had, you know, were raised in single family homes and a lot of the fathers were, you know, like out on the streets hustling. Um, and he says that because of that, he really is ready for the stability in a family. Um, his, uh, excuse me, her sister kind of is on the same page as me. And she thinks that they're not really on the same page, uh, romantically. Um, and yeah, I mean, I can't help but agree. Eric, uh, eventually talks to Rachel when they're at her house and he tells her that he has unconditional love for her, but that he's not in love with her, which is another one of his sort of qualifications that he did last week where he said, like, I am in love with you, but let me tell you what that means. And then it means that I have love for you and that I really care about you. And this is another instance of him being like, I love you, but I don't. <laughs> and it's sort of weird that she doesn't really call him out on that. But, um, yeah, uh, we end up having a scene between Rachel's mother and Eric and, um, you know, she sits him down and asks him why now he's finally ready if he's not really had, you know, serious relationships. And, you know, he, he just kind of says the same thing, that he really wants to share his life with somebody and that he's really ready for that, like, partnership kind of thing. And he ends up asking for Rachel's hand in marriage. And, you know, the mom says that if, you know, if Rachel feels comfortable with moving their relationship forward, that she's totally comfortable with that. And I was a little bit surprised because, like I said, like, in terms of the sisters' feelings, I think that they, yeah, that they're not really on the same page. But I don't think it's because he's never been in a relationship or he's never been in love or he's never met the family. I just think she's not really that into him. But, uh... Yeah, that was the end of the meeting with Eric. And I mean, it, it, you know, much like Peter went really well and seemed like everybody kind of got what they wanted out of the situation. And, you know, it was very hopeful. And at this point, I can't really say who might be the front runner. Um, but next we have Brian and things start to change a little bit. <laughs> So, of course, as we know by now, Brian is very confident in his interactions with people. And he says, you know, this is more of the same. He's really confident about meeting the family. Um, Peter and Eric have a little uh, behind-the-scenes conversation. And you can just really tell that I wonder, like, if something may have happened um, that they're not showing, but yeah, Peter's being very vocal about the fact that he's not really a fan of Brian, and he says, like, you know, he grew up in Miami, and that he's, you know, super charming, and he knows how to lay it on thick and say exactly the right thing, and that, you know, Miami is not really a place that is conducive to, uh, 
I don't know, falling in love, I guess, is what he meant. That it's just uh, a lot of fake people and just, you know, just, he just feels like Brian is really kind of a master of playing the game and that he, you know, isn't really interested in, um, you know, really taking things seriously in terms of his relationship with Rachel. Um, Brian ends up getting something that I'm very surprised about, which is they end up going to brunch with a couple of Rachel's girlfriends. Um, and we find out that the girls are the ones that kind of have been through this whole process with her, that they're the ones that signed her up for the, uh, bachelor with Nick and that they talked her into being the bachelorette and, you know, they've just been there every step of the way. Um, Rachel, at some point, you know, they're talking and they're just getting to know each other. And then Rachel finally admits that she did think that initially Brian, uh, was a douchebag and that he was kind of a sweet talker. And she was really, you know, kind of always waiting for him to reveal that he's, you know, kind of a game player and that it never really happened. And that he's always been very open and honest about his feelings, um, he's the first one to tell her that he loved her and that she, I guess, you know, she just really respected that, you know, that he has been, and I agree, he's been consistent this whole time. Like, if he knows how to play the game, he knows how to play it really well, and he's not really slipped this whole time. I mean, I don't find him to be, uh... I find him to be very disingenuous, but he is consistent. <laughs> and I could see how if you are in a romantic situation that you would take that for being authentic. But I don't know if that's true. Um, the friends, however, they seem to really take to Brian. Um, you know, he's very affable and, you know, I could see him being somebody that you would take, you know, he's the perfect guy that you would take to brunch with your girlfriends. Like, that that's a situation that I think Brian would really thrive. And yeah, they totally eat it up and they really like him. Um, unfortunately, this vibe doesn't last forever because as they go to meet his family, they just seem really not interested in him like just from the jump um they're not really excited about the fact that he has been using the love word um you know and uh the mom excuse me the mom asks um you know, because of his relationship with his mother, you know, once you get married, what is going to, um, you know, who's going to be the priority once you get married or how do you choose between, you know, your mom and your wife? And Brian, you know, he says that I would, of course, choose my wife because she's the one that I've chosen to marry and, you know, but I would also hope that they could get along and, you know, she says, okay, but if they don't, <laughs> um, you know, who are you going to, who are you going to side with? And he, you know, reiterates the fact that he would, he would choose his wife over his mother. And Rachel is, you know, getting annoyed. And I think she's sensing that, 
you know, maybe her family and her mother in particular asking questions that are a little bit more hard hitting than the ones that um, Eric and Peter got. And yeah, you can just tell that Rachel's like super annoyed and she's kind of talking back without making the situation super awkward. And um, yeah, but things continue. Um, So Brian is sort of explaining himself a little bit more and that he felt like day one that that was his girlfriend and um because this talking head with her sister constance who says that she doesn't feel like he's being sincere um yeah she's she's not into it and um uh so we go back to the table and it's just more awkward um uh her brother-in-law asks uh brian you know, like what, what qualities does Rachel have, you know, what qualities does Rachel bring out in him? And yeah, it's really, really awkward. I didn't really think it was such a bad question, but I don't know. I think, uh, Rachel was already over it at that point. Um, they get in this sort of awkward exchange between Rachel and her brother-in-law and Brian asks to get up from the table. Um, and he leaves. And so once he leaves, Rachel, you know, tells the family that he treated him differently than the other two guys or that they treated him differently. And, you know, she gets really snippy with her mom and, uh, you know, her mom kind of checks her and tells her, you know, you're, you've been in this bubble of a relationship this whole time. And that the whole point of you bringing these guys home is to kind of burst that bubble so you can see what it's going to be like, you know, on dry land, so to speak. And, um, um, you know, to ask the tough questions that maybe Rachel doesn't feel comfortable with asking. Um, uh, yeah. And that just that she's trying to ask, you know, realistic questions. Um, the brother-in-law ends up taking Rachel inside and, um, you know, he tells her that, you know, he obviously noticed that she was upset and that he felt like her, um, her anger was a kind of sign of protecting Brian. And I think that's true, but I wonder if she's trying to protect her choice in keeping Brian this whole time, or if she really cares about him. I feel like she's, she's openly admitted to, um, you know, having hesitations about Brian and his sincerity. And I think, I think it weighs on her still more than she even wants to admit. Um, um, while the brother-in-law is talking to Rachel, we have the sister, um, talking to Brian and she tells Brian straight up that she feels like this whole situation, like it's too fast to be in love. Um, and Brian says, you know, I even met you guys and I love you. And she was like, hold on, you can't love my family. You've only known us like an hour. And she starts laughing and yeah, I mean, the sister doesn't let up and I appreciate her for that. Um, but you know, Brian holds his own. He says that he totally understands that they're feelings, but he is in love and that's just the way it is. Um, the mother and Rachel talk a little bit more and she says that, you know, she's 
uncomfortable with the love talk and, uh, you know, that the mother is uncomfortable with the love talk and all this love, love, love that Brian's throwing around and that she doesn't think it's possible to be in love so fast. And, you know, Rachel tells her again, that like, you know, the entire, the environment there is kind of like, kind of like being on vacation or at camp where, you know, you guys are each other's whole world. And so you get to know each other on another level because you're spending the whole day together and, you know, you're being able to dive deep in a way that you wouldn't if you were just casually dating somebody out there in the real world. So, you know, it's not unreasonable that they would have these feelings at this point. Um, uh, so yeah, then we have, after Rachel speaks to his mom, excuse me, after Rachel speaks to her mom, um, Brian has to talk with Rachel's mom and, you know, he also asks for, you know, permission for Rachel's hand. And he says that he is absolutely going to propose if he is the one that, um, that Rachel ends up picking and yeah, it's, um, it's, it's just, yeah, he's, he's like full, full speed ahead. Um, she, um, I have to, excuse me, I had a total brain fart. So, um, Rachel's mom, um, asks, Brian if Rachel has said that she is in love with him and he says no but that um that he knows that she does um and basically they just kind of end on saying that you know relationships need trust and honesty honesty to continue and um you know that was about it (laughs) I think it was still kind of an awkward meeting overall um but you know, I, I think he held his own as much as he could because the odds were against him for sure. Um, at the end of this, Rachel says that this whole experience of meeting, of the guys meeting her family have been like invaluable and she really saw them, you know, a different side of them and they are now off to Spain. Um, this is going to be the last place that they go to, um, you know, it's only a few days at this point, um, from when they get down to the last rose ceremony. And, um, so what they're going to do in Spain is to have three one-on-one dates. Um, if the date goes well at the end of the night, then they end up going to the fantasy suite and spending the night together. Fantasy suite is something that I've heard a lot of all the kind of keywords that I've heard about The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. The fantasy suite is sort of the one that I've been more most interested in. And I kind of, I don't know, I guess I thought that um, er, the people would be going into the fantasy suite a little bit earlier into the process than, you know, hometowns. But... I don't know. Something about a fantasy suite is just very funny to me. Um, very, um, what is that show from the nineties? I think it was called blind date, but they would always like end up in the hot tub together of some like, you know, lame, <laughs> lame, uh, 
apartment complex in Hollywood. Um, yeah, it's something very like cheesy about it that, that appeals to me. Um, Rachel ends up saying that, um, you know, she's assessing the guys and she says that Eric is the most confusing because she's not sure how he really feels, um, between them. Um, they, um, yeah, so she goes on like, this is her one-on-one date with Eric. Uh, so they take a helicopter out to view the countryside and it's really beautiful and romantic and, they end up going to this like really cute place and, you know, they're talking about the hometown situation and Eric says that he's, you know, like I said, he, he's been saying this all along. He's really ready for a real partner. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was just a pretty standard date. There was nothing really, um, uh, you know, breaking earth shattering about it, I guess. Uh, but yeah, they just seem to, you know, have a good rapport. But again, I'm not sure if they're really into each other. Um, but the date, the daytime date goes well, and they go to the nighttime date. And um, uh, Rachel is kind of pressuring him to like really admit how he feels before she can, you know, invite him to the fantasy suite. Um, and Eric just lets it all out. He says that Rachel really embodies everything that he wants in a wife. Um, and then he tells her that he is in love with her and that, um, even though early on in the game, he kind of tried to run that Rachel was actually it for him. And you know, that's, uh, yeah, that he's like fully invested. Um, Rachel pulls out a card and it invites him to the fantasy suite. So we have that, um, little bow chicka bow wow moment in the next morning where they're getting ready to go get breakfast. And I think he's just in his boxers and she's like in a robe and you know, we all know what happened that night. <laughs> they seem very comfortable with each other. Um, uh, Eric says that after, after, um, having been in the fantasy suite, he was finally able to be happy, which I guess, you know, spoke volumes about what happened. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, after that, they have, um, Peter and Rachel go out and they go to this vineyard and it's really cute. Um, uh, they end up meeting the guy who owns the vineyard and he owned it with his wife and he's, you know, speaking, obviously is fluent Spanish and, Rachel's kind of picking up what they said, uh, what he says to them. And he ends up leading them to this like a private wine cellar with their names on it that has all this wine. Like, I would go on the bachelorette just for that. That was like a perk. Unlike I've ever seen before. I never even thought about that. That was great. (laughs) I wonder if they still have access to that wine. I would go to Spain for that. Um, so after they go to the vineyard, um, or excuse me, to the private wine cellar, they end up talking and, you know, Peter does tell Rachel that he did not ask for his mom, her mom's hand in marriage. Um, and, you know, they kind of start to have this conversation about what it actually means to be engaged. And he, you know, he feels like an engagement is, all right, we're getting married, not like 
we're just gonna kind of figure things out and hope things go well. Like, he's like, I'm not proposing to anybody more than once. I want to get married and I want to be sure that when I propose to somebody that this is the one. And, um, but he asks Rachel how she feels and they get interrupted by the, like, it was like a very Roberto Bellini moment. Like this really cute little girl comes up and is like, hands her these flowers and they go and <laughs> go into the vineyard and find this like random barrel full of grapes and they go grape something. And it's just kind of like a weird um, scene because she totally like wasn't able to answer her question. But, um, uh, you know, Rachel says that because of that, she was kind of nervous about the evening date because um, she hadn't gotten to say, like, how she really felt. Um, but that night, they go out, and it's, you know, kind of like the first thing that she asks about. Um, she tells Peter that, you know, she didn't come, you know, this far and put her life on hold in terms of the show, to just end up with a boyfriend and that in terms of how she views engagement, that a proposal means basically cultivating a relationship and that he, (laughs) Peter immediately disagrees. And he says that he like struggles with Rachel's definition of what it means to be proposed to. And um, yeah, he just, you know, she just has, I mean, she says that she only wants to be proposed to once as well, but I think she, you know, she's really trying to, like, push to make this work, and I think she's really, like, I think she likes the other guys, and I think she likes Brian, and I think, but I think she knows that Peter is her best bet, just in terms of, like, him being a stand-up guy, Obviously, they're attracted to each other. And, like, you know, I just think that she thinks that he's probably just the best fit for her. Um, so, I th- you can see her, like, really trying to, you know, I think us girls have all done it. That you try to, like, amend what you said and hope that maybe he'll amend what he's saying in order to come to a compromise, you don't have to, like, break up. <laughs> but you know in your heart of hearts that, like, this isn't going to work. Um, and then, yeah, so Rachel kind of breaks it down for him and says, like, if they're going to move forward, that, like, one of them has to compromise on their definition. Um, and unfortunately, Peter doesn't really take the bait and he says that they're not on the same page and he just was sort of speechless and was like I don't really know where to go on from here and of course Rachel starts to cry it was kind of surprising because he really like for as much as he was talking about in the beginning of the episode of like how afraid he was to potentially lose her when it got to them to the final ceremony with Dean and how, you know, meeting the family really put things in perspective. It doesn't seem like he's any more excited about proposing to her than he was in the last episode. It doesn't really seem like he's really changed. And that's disappointing because, um, you know, 
she could have there are other people that she could have kept dean was very upset and he um you know it seemed like he was very much invested in in their situation so yeah i think she's feeling a little bit defeated um and this is I don't know, even though, even though Rachel was crying, Peter kind of seemed like he was totally detached from the situation, and he kind of seemed over it, and for the first time, I really thought that Peter and Rachel might not make it work, and it, I, I don't know, I'm kind of curious to see how it goes moving forward, um, but that was the end of the episode, um, next week we have the... Uh, reunion show with all the guys that had been uh, rejected thus far. Um, it looks like there's going to be a lot of drama between, of course, Kenny and Lee. Unfortunately, we have to look at Waboom's face again. Um, might have a little scene with Dean. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, after that episode, we have, I think it's the final episode or the final real episode anyway. Um, and we find out who she gives the rose to and whether or not she ends up getting proposed to. Um, but that'll be it for me today. Um, if you guys want to send an email, if any questions or comments, feel free to hit me up at barrygoodpod at gmail.com. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at barrygoodpodcasts or on Twitter at BarryGoodPod. Y'all have a great weekend and a great rest of your week, and I will see you next week. Bye!